You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. How do Filipinos see human rights? And what rights are we willing to fight for? Last year, the Social Weather Stations conducted its largest survey on the topic to figure out exactly that. I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka. In this episode, we'll find out how Filipinos think, feel, and act when it comes to human rights. Filipinos overwhelmingly express positive views about human rights. That was Micheline Rama, an expert in youth advocacy communication. She's with the Initiatives for Advancing Community Transformation Project of the Asia Foundation. And it was through this project that the SWS conducted its survey early last year, covering more than 4,000 Filipinos from all regions. Micheline was talking at the 2021 Human Rights Summit in December. Their survey found that the majority of Filipinos believe that everyone has the right to education, to healthcare, to life, to adequate food, and all other rights we learn early on in school. And regarding this positive attitude towards human rights, Micheline says, That contradicts the long-held notion that poor engagement in human rights advocacy is solely due to negative attitudes towards human rights. Because what we're seeing... In fact, almost 90% said human rights are meaningful to their everyday lives. Four in five agreed that human rights violations are violations of the law. And almost 80% of them said they believed humans are born with equal rights. For them, human rights protect them and their families in their day-to-day. That tells us that human rights are not necessarily this bad word, right? This anathema concept that has been so maligned throughout the years. But rather, when you talk about the specifics, when you talk about these very core principles of human rights, ordinary Filipinos do agree with them. Overwhelmingly, there is a high agreement with specific rights. There's very, very few people that say that not everyone has the right to life. The most important human right to the respondents is the right to life. It's followed by liberty, education, security of person, adequate food, access to justice, and adequate health care. When you start to look at now prioritization, so if they're generally agreed upon, so which ones are more important, which ones are less important? So the rights related to civic and political participation tend to be rated a little bit lower. So things like the right to vote, 
and freedom of opinion and expression are sort of in the middle, whereas really at the bottom are right to access important information and peaceful assembly and association, which are cornerstones in human rights organizing and community organizing. But by and large, there is positive support. We don't see this wave of people hating on human rights as much as we initially feared. But while these broader principles are looked at favorably, it is when Filipinos are asked about specific issues that their opinions begin to diverge. We have differences in opinions from our respondents on things like the minimum age of criminal responsibility, press freedom, ancestral domains. So these issues actually met with a lot of support from our respondents. But on the flip side, these exact same respondents also said that they were willing to sacrifice human rights, their own human rights, if that would stop the spread of COVID. These are the same respondents that said that they would support death penalty and generally are aligned with statements that indicate support of authoritarianism or at least tolerance of authoritarianism. Here, their positive agreement with general human rights begins to fall apart. We see that even within the same topic. So, for example, when you look at statements around the drug war, so Filipinos say that it's important that suspects are captured alive, so hindi pwedeng tokhang, but they also say that they agree that they are satisfied with the administration's campaign against illegal drugs. We also see the same dichotomy in that Filipinos don't want the LGBTQI community to experience discrimination, but they also say that same-sex civil unions should not be allowed by Congress. We also see this discrepancy in terms of gender-based violence. So, for example, there is a general consensus that it's okay to meddle when a person beats their spouse or partner because it's okay to meddle even if it's a domestic issue, but then they also have some victim-blaming sentiments that are shared when it comes to women who get harassed. In conclusion, says Micheline, there's more nuance to the opinions and sentiments of ordinary Filipinos. Something else the survey found is that while Filipinos may say they view human rights positively, this doesn't necessarily translate to action. Most Filipinos have not taken action around human rights. The main thing respondents say they've done in terms of civic and political participation is voting. This is followed by sociopolitical discussions in real life, liking or sharing posts, and searching for news on sociopolitical issues. Very few of the respondents join demonstrations, do community work, contact elected officials, volunteer for a political party, or participate in a movement for social change. So, given that many Filipinos view human rights positively, what can be done so that they can turn these beliefs into action? When we ask people, you know, did you sign a petition? The people who said, yes, I signed a petition, a lot of them believe that good will come out of their action. So Filipinos who perform positive human rights behaviors are primarily spurred on by the beliefs that good will come out of their action and that they're capable of doing the action. In contrast, when Filipinos are asked about barriers to action, the statements that generally arise is that it's not important to me, doing this thing is not important to me, I didn't know how to do this action, or it would put me at risk. Ultimately, Micheline adds, advocating for human rights can be as simple as bringing a friend along. Of those people who took action, if they brought a friend, they told a friend, they referred a friend, um, 60% of the time, that friend would do the action. 
And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Preska Pistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm.